I'm Ramel London and welcome to the Mainstream Podcast. I am so excited to be sitting with the next generation of talent representing for the grime scene. It's the cast of BBC Freeze Grime Kids. Welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing? I'm really well. I'm so, guys, I've seen the show. I'm gassed. That's all I'm going to say. I'm gassed. But I'm so excited that we all get to talk about it a little bit more in depth. So, first of all, welcome to the mainstream. So, um, what I love about the show is that it's definitely representing a big part of like British culture. For me, this was my youth. Like You lot are definitely representing. But I think it's really important that the casting came together in a really interesting way. Because I know that some of you, like, uh, you, you, this is your debut TV TV series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. Can we, can we give him a round of applause? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to realise this is the energy that we bring, right? <laughs> but I also know, uh, Shanu, you fronted the Mayor of London's Have a Word campaign. Yeah. Which was yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Tian, you've been to drama school, darling. <laughs> Drama school, yes. Um, Juwan, you were in a part of the incredible Damalola Taylor story as well. And I know you all have a mixed background. So let's get into it. How did you all hear about uh, Grime Kids and how did you get the role? Um, so I heard about Grime Kids through a DM of my cousin, to be no. fair. Um, it, was a, it was a casting call for an open audition for Grime Kids. He just sent it to me. He was like, bro, I think you should go. I was like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll give it a go anyway. So um, I ended up going in. And my audition process was a bit different to all of these lots because I had a lot more stages. Well, not a lot, like four more stages to go through. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, do you know why that is? I guess because it was open casting, I, I, I guess. Did yeah. you know him? No, no, I, I just said because he's number one, I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. It could have been important as well for them to make sure that they got like, the right person, 100%. So, yeah, it was just a... It was long. I had about nine auditions, I think it was. Jeez. Nine or eight auditions. Anyone else have a different experience? Um, I mean, coming from more of the agency side of things, it was even the casting on the show was a bit strange because I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, I remember getting the Grime Kids self-tape three months before I even came in for an actual audition. Really? So I'd done a tape which I thought was awful, by the way. Like, I was doing some proper Cockney accent in it. I didn't really quite understand like what it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, though, I was like doing it awful. And then they came in for like actual in-person auditions. And then that's when we did them. So, yeah, and no, I think we all had a bit of a different story. But, yeah, there was... I, I must say, though, the audition process was so good. Like, every single boy that we met auditioning for this job, was, they were all so nice. Everyone was so welcoming. It was probably, like, the best audition process I've ever had like genuinely so nice. like everyone was so nice so, so okay, yeah it was so good got more, more of the yes, like you please. know I heard some agency mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> my, agent, my agent darling I literally got the audition a month prior so I did a self tape for it is that late in comparison to everyone else then? I think similar to everyone else in the agency sense so yeah got it a month prior and then went to the audition live oh and I was like oh wow this is completely different from what like a normal audition would be for us actors so it it was it was nice it was like refreshing very refreshing to be able to feel something different in an audition room and be able to connect with other actors as well that are coming up slowly but surely that's beautiful and that's beautiful um Shani how about you so okay I'm assuming You've been in the you've been in the game a little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Playing the game a little while, you know, just throw EastEnders in there, why not? Um, <laughs> so, when you heard Grime Kids is being made, what was your reaction to that? When I heard Grime Kids is being made, I feel like already it was something that I kind of connected with in a sense of growing up and listening to the kind of the, the grime culture. It was yeah. it was amongst everyone, especially if you lived in London, yeah. for sure. But um, when I first saw it, I saw the open casting call. Okay. And I kind of just, I can't lie, I usually, I was thinking, I'll never get an open casting call. They never get back to me, so I'm not even going to, yeah, literally, it's, it's, it's a different kind of process okay. that way. But then my agent contacted me saying, we have an audition for Grand Kids as well. So I was thinking, well, there must be a reason. Yeah, that two I'm, hits. Yeah, do you know that what I mean? Sounds you know what I mean? And yeah. I was, and already the, the title was already intriguing. Mm -hmm. So to then eventually get to the, the audition, go through that process of being with so many different boys, and then finally getting a the role there, it was great, man. It was, it was wicked. It was oh, wicked. I love that. I love that. Okay, so in all honesty, how much did you know about UK grime scene? Just by show of hands or just a, a, a here? Did you do you feel like you knew a lot about the grime I scene? Go on, Dylan. Um, so I was born in 1999. Oh, okay. Um, the show's uh, <laughs> in 2001, just for, <laughs> for context. So, <laughs> I, I didn't know much, but growing up, I did hear music, um, grime and garage. Yes. Um, so it was it was still like you know taking me back a little bit um in my into my childhood but i had to do my research I was about to yeah, say. yeah yeah i had to do my research like docu-series on um bbc iplayer i remember they spoke specifically about um grime with um Nole and stuff um so that was good and um youtube videos nice but um <laughs> getting target's book as well dj target's book so yeah did you all read the book we all got gifted yeah, it and yeah, read it yeah. oh i love that i love that that's good because obviously the series is inspired by the legend gram legend in fact dj target who not only um wrote kind of like a, a biography of his life but then it went on to be created by bafta nominee Teresa Agoko. she the queen awesome. the queen yeah. I actually interviewed the girls who starred in Rocks and they said the same, they love her. And mm -hmm. I can see that you guys have the same. I was at the, yeah. I was at the screening, okay. I saw the love. Yeah. You are a whole family. So what was the atmosphere like on set? Because I know Target was there quite often as well. Mm -hmm. So having them both heavyweights mm -hmm. on set, kind of watching you go through it, how was the vibe? I mean, there was a, a slight sense of pressure because mm. um, we had to get it right. Um, but I'd, I'd say we, we just worked together as a team because we, we all had one dream and we wanted to execute this as accurately and as passionately as well as we could. Love that. Um, so to, having, having Target and Teresa there most of the time, it was amazing. We, we always needed to lean on them at certain points. Okay. Um, and they were very supportive of us all the time, all the time. So it was, it was, it was a great help having them on there. That's really nice to hear. Okay, so I'm sure everyone wants to know because obviously there's, there's references to Wiley. There's references to like D-double-E. Did any famous faces appear like on on set, or did you did you get to have little one on ones to kind of get a bit more insight? Delos saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you see? Well, more, more so the the boys, but uh, we saw um, obviously um, Target. Yes. Um, he was there a lot of the time. Gets. Um, yeah. Um, and who else? There's Rude Kid. Okay. Um, who else did we have? We had helps from like Villain. Okay. Uh, Aaron, genius. Genie oh come on. Yeah. The 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 pioneer of Rinse FM. Genius yeah, yeah, yeah. had to be there. Yeah, it's so yeah, true. Literally. So true. Um 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sally even ended up coming to one of our like. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, love that. Yeah, delivers like what? What, 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 <laughs> what day? I missed that this day. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> we we had days where people wouldn't be in, or yeah, we just see people roaming around. So we saw Dizzy Rascal one day when he was shooting as well. You said that so casually. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, he saw. It was so casual. He saw us. We saw him, and everyone was just like, "Oh, look, it's Dizzy." Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, that sounds like it's exactly the vibe and, and atmosphere I was expecting. Like, lots of legendary people, like, you're rubbing shoulders with them because you're future legends yourselves. So, um, yeah, I love that. Um, what I love is that I saw so much of my childhood in there. And, like, um, what do you think young people will take away from it? Because, again, this is set in 2001. You've made a really good point. A lot of young people that are probably going to be watching it know about the grime scene, but seeing it like replicated is going to be different. So what do you think they're going to take from it? Um, I've said before that I learned so much okay. just being on set and like learning about a time that I wasn't necessarily present in. I was born, but like I was like three. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so just to see just the, the area, like being in East London in such a prominent time of like the come up of garage music mm. leading up to grime and seeing what people's lives were like, what they were living with, the the events that went down and just I feel like as much as people have the older generation will have like a nostalgic feeling, the younger generation will be able to learn something and definitely gain something from maybe the people before them and what they had to go through for yeah. sure. Love that. That's that's powerful, man. Anyone else want to add? Couldn't have said it better myself. To be fair, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, no. Well, well said. Well said. Okay, if you could each describe Grime Kids in one word. What would you say? Yeah, one, one. Let's blur you. That's six words, you know. You got that word. Well, the the first one that comes to mind for me is vibrant. Very vibrant. I like that. Vibrant. That's a great word. I'll say innocent. I'll say innocent. Yeah, or innocence. Uh, I'll go for the easy one, nostalgic. Yes. yes. Yeah, you smash that, well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say youthful. Youthful, okay, that's mm-hmm. nice, I like that. Oh, it came to me so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> one word to describe the show. Yeah. To describe the show. Yeah, describe the show, yeah. Describe, um, uncompromising. Ooh, okay. I'll see you. I'll play with you, I'll play with you. <laughs> Good words there. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'd say emotional. Emotional. Oh, see, yeah. I've only seen episode one and two, so this sounds get like. It. Girl, get into get it. it. Emotional. Mm. I like that. Okay. All right. Well, you all look like you genuinely get on. You had a great time on set. Um, how did you all develop the bond? to get the, I mean, we've got a love romance on the horizon, you know, there's a little conflict between, I don't even know, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on between two of the characters. I'm like, okay, are they siblings or are they not? Let's make no spoilers. But um, how did you build to get your, your character development to a point of like true friendship? Um, I think just us getting on so well helped. Like yeah. we all got on so well from the first time that we met each other as a five, and obviously with the love coming in as well, like we all got on so well, so that helped. And I will say Teresa, I think having Teresa there with us, yeah. telling us about our character, 
having things like when we were rehearsing, we had to write stuff about our characters and how we feel in certain moments. So I think having her with us and our di and our directors with us, helping us, with us all being good friends, it was just like a nice blend where we could all just work and be relaxed. And I think it came across. So yeah. I'd even say down to like, I think it was towards like our final auditions, the first group audition that we had when we was all together. Um, and then we got told, <laughs> there's like five other boys coming in. So you lot just do the best that you can. But then there's five other boys coming in. So we, you, don't, you don't remember that? Yeah, they were saying that on our last audition, they said, yeah, it's you five, but then there's another five. <laughs> no, was that legit? No, they tricked us. They, they literally, they literally. But throughout the whole audition, we was like, raw. There's another group of people coming. Ah, uh, cool. So. The industry's ruthless. I, I don't know. I, I, I think so. But um, I thought that was. I thought we got it. Then they said, yeah. Then they said we got more people coming. What? It was like what? That's probably why they said it. They probably so saw us they said, <laughs> how much? How much do you want it? You better prove yourself today. So I'd say from that audition, we. We all kind of, I think, we was walking to the train station after and we were just... Yeah. <laughs> Royal Oak, <laughs> <laughs> Royal Oak. <laughs> we was all walking to Royal Oak and we was like, raw. imagine we don't get this. Imagine we don't get this. Imagine we really don't get this. And everyone's like, yeah, but I've seen situations where it gets to the last people and then they don't get it. So I think it was that, that hope of all of us having that same dream yes. of eventually being on this project together. Yeah. Because we did, from that audition... We felt so comfortable with, with each other. That's that great. we were trying to push each other to bring the best out of each other. Mm. And we knew that if that's only the beginning, by the end of this project, it's going to be mad. I love that. I love that. Um, we mentioned before um, that quite a few of you, uh, Tien, Juwan, Shanu, you've, you've all had experiences on screen. Um, but for you, what were some of the things that you did to put yourself out there to get this role? And this is for everyone. Like, was there anything in particular that you was doing regularly? Like, you know, for anyone that's listening, I need to get a new, a, a big show on BBC Three. Like, was that was that a part of your vision board, your goal? What, like, you know, what what's what's the what's the keys to success? Mm -hmm. that's a good um, yeah. I think for me, it's just persistence and not giving up okay. at all because it is, like you said, a ruthless industry, it but be. it takes that one yes at the end of the day for you to just go off and be different. And through that, it's just pure it's like grit. you got to keep on going regardless of what happens. Yeah. And yeah, you, you don't know where you might end up really and truly. I like that one yes, though. That's all it takes, isn't one it? Yes. One yes. That's nice. Anyone else? Yeah, I think... I'd say like belief as well, like like true self-belief. Like I think a lot of people will say they really want to do something, but they don't even necessarily believe it for themselves. So I think when you find it in yourself, and if that means you've got to work a bit harder, or if it means you've just got to keep thinking about it, you've got to keep manifesting it, whatever that is for you, I think true self-belief where you genuinely think I can do this is was that kind of turning point for me when I really was like, I can actually do this, yeah. is when things started to work out better. So I think, yeah, true self-belief, I would say, is, is a big key of, of that, yeah. I saw you nodding when I said vision board as well. Yeah, no, like you so got to manifest it though. I, yeah. think. Like I said from a year ago, like you got, you got to manifest these it's things, true. just saying it and believing it. It's a big, it's a big thing. It's real. I Love that. Uh, what? Um, yeah, no, um, because of, you know, the, the industry is hard and obviously I've never been on a professional set. I've only done um, independent um, stuff before, but yeah. I um, just being rejected so many times, you just kind of lose hope a little bit, but obviously yeah. the passion is always there. But doing this audition, I was just like, my attitude was kind of like, okay, let me just do it anyway. You know? <laughs> and then um, I did it. And then I, I got 
a message, a, an email, sorry. And I was just like, okay, I actually got a recall. This is I love crazy. That. So yeah, persistence, persistency is, is good. Definitely. Girl, you you have slayed your character. Oh, like thank I'm you so, much. so excited. And I think that's you. what is so refreshing about this show. Like just seeing like young black teens enjoying themselves like uh, my favorite scene not a spoiler but kind of but it's it's part of the grime culture like you lot were at a proper champagne dance (laughs) (laughs) and and i could tell that you lot genuinely had a good time but you were showing the pure essence of getting in so i i didn't go i didn't sneak into clubs i was a good girl (laughs) but i we used to have under 18s and we thought we were sick best outfits everyone's whose house are we staying at like what clothes are we wearing and you guys really represented that so well and like you shined you look stunning thank you so So, much i appreciate that yeah no i i I love that for you (laughs) so um let's talk about the characters and the music related to it because grime is heavily in there uh garage is heavily in there even a little bit of lovers rock was in there listen the big people tunes are running (laughs) So, (laughs) so for you guys how did it feel being immersed in the music culture like that it felt amazing. Um, uh, it feels like the people who it was like different gen- different generations impacted that stuff because you have like the lovers rock generation and stuff, and that kind of music is the kind of music that I heard growing up nice. because it's like I listened to that as a child. So when certain songs come on, I may not know the name of it or anything, mm. but I know the melody or some words here and there, and they'll sing that. And so then when I'm shooting family scenes with like um, with Joe and Sean, my who play my my parents, love that scene. <laughs> Then it's like I'm completely in like a family. Um, I mean, completely in a, like a family environment yeah. there. But then with the grime and all the garage music, that was kind of like sound, like sound bath of the community at the time. Yeah. So then all of the people who experienced music in that way when they were growing up, kind of seeing them come back to this, seeing them come around us and like re-experiencing the joy that they yeah. felt and like the excitement and this kind of thing of like now it's about to be opened up in a way that was never done before. Definitely. It was just like. I don't know, memories from the past that are now being like exploded into this big image. And like the passion and love that they felt for it was infectious. Mm. And then it like went on to us and it made us feel like, oh, now all of this stuff is just as important to us, but like in a personalized way. So you were preaching, you know. We're doing it all day. We're doing it all day. like, damn, the culture is here. No, I think it's really important what you said. Like, you know, it felt authentic. It felt genuine. You was really representing the scene. And um, just going off of that as well, like you all play different characters in terms of like you become DJs, you become MCs, you become producers. So did you actually build up any new skills along the way? I know your character was playing logic, like learning about logic and like there was references to Fruity Loops. I know the producers are going to be like, oh my God. So like, did you, did you guys actually, did you learn? To DJ MC or practice? Yeah. So with yes, me, yes. What happened? <laughs> uh, so Target did help teach me a bit on the decks. From Target. From Target. Target. Man, that is the man himself. Epic. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, that was a that was a good experience. I'd That's say it. I did learn a bit. I did want to carry it on, but the decks are completely different to what the decks are today. Yeah. He was doing vinyl, in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Now there's like yeah, there's bare things. Plug the USB in. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else? Dive in. Yeah, I mean, I've started um, my journey into the music industry as well. What? So I started, I took a course in um, DJ and in music production. Yeah, Whoa! so, yes! No one knew! Look at it, innit? Okay. Because I love music, innit? And, like, it, yeah, I just wanted to, like, take it further. 
Yeah. Guys, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you. Literally, this, no, grandkids could actually go on tour now. <laughs> let's see, let's see what happens. But no, I, I'm loving that your journeys have been so good. Oh, did anyone else, anyone else learn anything? I'm the manager. Oh. <laughs> you learn how to manage yeah, exactly. alright nice, nice. Yeah, I, have, I have to say that um, Aaron who came in to set to help me and drew on yeah we, really? yeah we, we we learned how to to rap like a like a grime garage oh, okay. MC what, what does that in, in, in involve oh man it's like inside. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't, I can't really give too much spoilers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave that there. But yeah, they're both being shy because they're <laughs> talking about themselves. Listen, they did a lot. They did a lot of work um, in terms of embodying it. The things that they were doing with their voice, like um, a, just like stepping into a kind of presence that you have to kind of like show, especially to a crowd in front of people and everything. Yeah, and. Um, Probably it's nothing like our actual characters' personalities. We're all trying to be very aspirational in the show, so yeah. all that stuff is not—it's not normal to us. We're not like um, incredibly talented at what the things that we're trying to do. We're just aspiring to the people who look like they're doing that thing. Definitely. So like they—they they did great jobs by stepping into that energy when it said so for the story. Oh, that's sick! Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Now it sounds like you lot are gonna go in in the show, which is amazing. Um, I feel like you've you've put on you've put out a really positive message about like, you know, persistence, like having the vision, drive and all that, be, be aspiring, go for it. So what should someone that is starting out as an actor know, especially now that you've got experience about some mainstream TV, um, what should they know about the industry before they get into it? Get used to hearing the word no. Ooh, just, it's real. Especially as an actor, you're gonna hear, I mean, to be fair, not even just in acting, I'm sure in so many professions yeah. in this industry, but acting definitely you're going to hear no 95 percent of the time yeah. probably even more than that and then when you do hear yes you hear yes a bit and then there might be a no coming at the end of that anyway so do you know what i mean like it just getting used to a, not necessarily disappointment but just taking on what you what you learn from those no's and not just taking it like oh i'm not good enough or i'm not there's so many other reasons for why yeah. you might not get a role so right. yeah i think that just don't take a no's too seriously fair yeah fair um, what you got for me, man? <laughs> I think, like, practice is the main thing. Nice. Like, always be practicing, always be doing something, especially as a creative, always, like, be around what you want to do, and that can get you to where you want to go a lot quicker than not being around it or not doing it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, a lot of practice is involved in this as well. So, yeah. Nice. Well, do you know what? I feel like we can get onto the tips now because this has led oh, so yeah. nicely to the tips. The, the gems. These mm. are the bits we love. Because as much as it's it's important to hear the harsh realities of the industry, mm. we want to leave them with some top tips to feel good. So, beautiful cast of grandkids. Can you give yeah. us? We usually do five, but today we're gonna have six. Can we get six top five tips for the mainstream? Who wants to start? Is this in auditions, like as an actor or just In tips? general, getting into the industry while you're in it. This is yeah. any perspective, any, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I think um, never be afraid of the fact that you don't know stuff. It's fine to not know things, do you get what I'm saying? And I feel almost like in a way of like, I feel like when you get asked a question about giving tips to people, you want to give them something that they can then maybe implement into their own practice or into their own life. Yeah. I think maybe not, because like I don't feel like I ever really have got anywhere in life from the things that people told me was gonna happen or anything like that. Okay. So I think like, as long as you're just, just being comfortable in your skin, no matter what's going on, whether you, you feel like something's coming, whether something's 
like on the horizon for you or if something's not coming at all. It's just like, just inviting like a feeling of like comfort and ease into your life. Definitely. And then when you get somewhere, it's fine. Just be like, I don't know anything. I don't know nothing right now. But yeah. like, if I don't know, that means I can get to know. And if you tell me certain things and I'm like capable of getting there, then yeah. as long as you feed me that information, then it can be, it can, then you can do it. Do you get what I mean? But yeah. I'm like, just like, maybe I'll say, just not let imposter syndrome take you over to the point where you feel like you have to fake it to make it or anything like that. Because Definitely. what's the point of faking something when you can do something honestly? You can be honestly shit. Oh, sorry, I don't know if I can swear. <laughs> you don't like, know. <laughs> You can, you, can, you can be honestly shit or you can be honestly amazing. Do you get what I mean? But as long as you're probably doing something honestly, you're, you're much closer to that than if you're not trying to do it really at all. Tien, you're keeping it real, bro. I like it. I like it. I've got something similar yeah, go, to, go. to that. Okay, Gabriel, um, go for it. Tip I'll number two. Yeah, I'll say just asking questions as well. Like, Don't be afraid to ask questions. If that's in an audition, if you have a question about your character that you want to know, ask it. If it's to a director... Like there's no bad questions, especially with acting. Like True. it's all subjective. So whatever you take from it is what you're gonna take from it. So learning more and knowing more from the people who have wrote it. Like we had Teresa. Teresa will tell you how many questions I probably asked her about Junior and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because that, she's the person that can tell me. So yeah, I think just not being afraid to ask questions is is an advice that I would I would give. Okay, love that. Tip number three, please. Um, always approach. I think it's something that I was taught, but always approach a scene different every time you're um, presented with it. Nice. Um, you don't want to end up doing robotic things or doing the same thing over and over again. Variation is better than just flatness. So like that's, that. that's something that I would pass on. You're giving the editor something to work with. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Okay, tip number four. The love, yes, please. Um, I'd say don't be in your head too much. Um, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, no, one's, no one can be you. There's only you like no one can actually be you so whatever you do it will be unique anyway so don't overthink and think that you have to be like someone else um or copy um when I was on set there were two people that came to me and told me that um advised me that I was in my head too much and oh, wow. yeah so and I and I know that about myself you know so I, it was nice to just kind of like get the feedback to just be at ease and just remember that I can do this in it. my way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you did it. You did it. Okay, tip number five. Oh, two more. Um, I think it's a bit cliche to say believe in yourself, but I definitely feel like as an actor, you should definitely trust yourself and trust like the decisions you make. Like I think while I was on set, especially <clears throat> for this um uh for this project, it was like a, a regular thing that I'd continue to do is ask people, did I do all right in that scene? Or yeah. did like was it good? Do you want me to go again? Or and I was just constantly told I was fine. Just like, like I said, trust yourself. Like mm. you know, no one, no one is gonna make you any better than you are yourself. Like yeah. you know, the points you need to hit. You, you did the work. You, you've looked into the character. You've explored everything you need to explore. And it's like only you can bring. Only you can bring that out of you. Yeah. No, no one can tell you of oh, this. They can give you advice. Yeah. They can say, oh, maybe if you tweak this and do that, but. Really and truly, it's you that's got to do it. And yeah. it's you that's got to find the character, especially as it's, you've been given the responsibility to to helm this this role and yeah. and make it your own. So you just have to believe that you can do it and trust trust the process and trust what you do. Nice. I like this. Okay, Joanne, number six. Number six. Um, <laughs> I think the main thing for me is write down your goals that you want. Like, make sure it's on paper that you can look at every day and... 
know that, okay, this is what I'm aspiring towards. This is what I want to do. This is who I want to be and how I want things to turn out in my life. So, yeah, I think that's the main thing. This is a good top six. I like this. <laughs> top six tips for the mainstream. Well, thank you so much, guys, for speaking with me. Thank I'm you. so excited thank for you. everyone to see Grand Kiss. So let them, uh, let them all know where they can see it, how they can see it, and uh, how they can get involved. <laughs> I spoke to people. Grand Kids will be out on BBC Free and also BBC iPlayer very soon. Oh, nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and how can we follow you guys and keep up to date with you guys as well? Uh, I'm used crooks on every social media platform, so I'm not that hard to find. <laughs> yeah, I'm Gabe Robinson. Yeah. Watch, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, I'm Jawan Adedokun on everything, really. So, yeah. Amazing. Um, S. Hazan on Instagram. And Mate, you're going to have to spell that for us. S. Hazan. So, H A W Z A N. If you were looking for Shadow, you're not going to find it. Yeah, man. That's it. Not too much to keep up with me for, like, on, in that kind of oh, way. You, like, you're not a poster? No, I'm not. Oh, okay, so like, fair. You'll see the show. He said, just watch me, darling. He's got Instagram. I don't know how you have to like, Instagram. <laughs> I don't want you to follow me. <laughs> he said, just watch me, it's fine. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the main shoot. I'm so excited for grandkids to be out. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mainstream Podcast with me, Ramel London. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review on Apple and Spotify and follow us at The Mainstream UK and at Ramel underscore London.